Good morning. And if you're me, happy birthday. That's right, everybody. It's my birthday. And every year I say to everyone, you know what? Don't do anything. Don't plan anything. Don't buy me any gifts. And then I wake up on my birthday and I think there better be a fucking parade. Let's do this. Here we go. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. It used to be chill, it's all up in smoke I think I'm still fun, panting's a joke I was cool, oh yeah Now it's hard to be cool, oh yeah And the day Hello listeners, happy holidays It's Ophira Eisenberg, this is Parenting is a Joke Happy New Year And if you're me, happy birthday That's right Happy birthday, Ophira. Where are my New Year's babies? I know you're out there. And if your mom was like mine, she left a New Year's Eve party to give birth. That's how you know you're the youngest. In my case, the youngest of six, because my mother was not precious anymore about her pregnancy by the time I came around. She was like, let's go to a party. I'm due any time now. So yeah, I have a birthday in early January, and it's kind of brutal. I know other January babies feel the same way, because guess what? Nobody wants to hang out with you. Nobody. You wanted to celebrate with your friends, but everyone's like, I'm doing dry January. I'm not eating sugar this month. I'm doing low carbs. Also, nobody has any money, because they've splurged on the holidays, and they have seen enough of everybody, and they are tired of cocktail parties and making small talk. They're done. So the people that show up, actually, for whatever bar little situation I put together, they're my real friends. Or they're my friends with slight drinking problems. Or both. I actually do not care about presents anymore. There's nothing I really want. Kind of. I say this and I'm like, well. You know what I would like for my birthday, everybody? Real estate. I remember my 16th birthday. That's like a big deal for a teenage girl. 
Sixteen. Now that was a hard year in my family. My mother was working full time running the grocery store. That was basically left to us after my dad passed away. And then in her house, she had a teenage daughter, me, and a teenage son. And、uh, I'm pretty sure we did nothing. We contributed nothing. So it was my sixteenth birthday. The morning of, I come down to breakfast, and there is this present, this thing wrapped up, and it's kind of big, like it's about I don't know, almost a foot tall, and、uh, is really heavy, kind of like the shape of a vase. And I'm like, oh my goodness, it's a present for me. It's from my mom. I have no idea what it is. I was so excited. I ripped it apart, and it was the jar of change. That lived by the front door, and I looked at my mom, and she was like, "I always see you staring at it." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's because I'm trying to sneak out all the quarters so I can have bus fare," which was now a joke on me, because guess what? All the quarters in that jar of change were pretty much gone, so it was a jar of pennies, nickels, and dimes. Happy sweet sixteen, sweetheart. You know, it's not like my friends were getting new cars and ponies, but I feel like they got things like shopping sprees. But I got a jar of spare change. Now, looking back, I think that was the best my mother could do, and I'm sure that's not what she planned. And it was a perfectly nice gift. But I'll tell you what I did with my jar of spare change as a 16-year-old. I grew up in a grocery store, which meant that we rolled coins all the time to give to the bank. And so I rolled up all the change. It was about sixty bucks, I seem to remember, which was pretty good. And then I added my money that I had from the various jobs I worked, and I bought my first pair of Doc Martens. That's right, the same shoe I see every sixteen-year-old in New York wearing right now. And you know what I remember about Doc Martens? They were so heavy. It's like wearing two-pound weights on your feet. So you know what? Get yourself a pair of Doc Martens this year for your New Year's resolution, because then you'll also be getting in your fitness goal, fashionable and fit. So speaking of kids, they're back in school. Everybody, are you excited? Are you like me and hoping that you can fit in all your resolutions? You know, to go to the gym and write more and volunteer more and cook more and meditate and organize and update your website, work harder on your friendships, work harder on your marriage, get more involved in your kid's school, make money, advance your career, all of that stuff. Get it all in before pickup at two forty-five. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn seven percent APY, a five hundred dollar matching bonus, and a fifteen hundred dollar mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March thirty first, twenty twenty five. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS two nine two two three zero. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency, where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch, so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. 
Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. All right, I'm so excited to bring on my friend. I look up to this guy in so many ways. He's a great comic. He's the host of a fantastic daily podcast called Stand Up With Pete. And if you've ever had a chance to see a live taping of John Oliver's Last Week Tonight, you'll see him dazzling the crowd, joking around and warming them up. It's Pete Dominic. Hello. Hello, Ophira Eisenberg. I am so excited to be here with you. You know I am a huge fan of yours. I've listened to almost every episode of Parenting is a Joke, and I just, I love it. I love it. Everybody subscribe and review and do all the things because this podcast is a winner, I say. This is one of the greatest things about having a fellow host on is that you come out of the gate hosting my podcast, but in a nice way. You're like, you're doing my advertising. Thank you. Just Thank doing you. what I would want any guest to do for me as yeah. they come in. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. This is the only thing you should know about. By the way, you were last night live in person doing a political debate at the Comedy Cellar in New York City. How was it? Great. Really great. Lots of learning and lots of controversy. I love those debates. The one thing that you can't really debate, I have found, which is why one reason I love your podcast is parenting, by the way. That's a tough, <laughs> try debating that with another person and good luck. I mean, you really do find out that everything you are doing is deemed incorrect by somebody else. I've stopped judging parents, but the one thing in New York that I still have a bit of judgment is when I see, it's actually more sadness, is when I see... Uh, people on the subway late at night with small kids. I always mm. feel so bad for those little kids. And I know yeah. there's a whole list of reasons why that happens. Well, last night I had a spot at Gotham and I had uh, – my husband was out of town and I had two babysitters cancel – and our third go-to, which is people in the building, we've already used those uh, chits. So guess what I did? You became the person that you have been watching and wondering about. Well, how did it go? So he, what did he do? Did you just like, leave him in the green room and the, the TV or something? Basically, I remember that I have a friend that lives near Gotham. I called her up. I said, can you come? My kid's going to be in the green room. Can you just watch him? Because I was afraid he might not like that scenario and leave. And I cannot say to anyone working in there, can you stop your job and watch my child while I flail on stage for 12 minutes? What happened? Did he live? <laughs> he lived. He was fine. My friend also, who is the best, she like stopped by the Lego store and picked up a Lego for him. I was like, now it's too much. Oh, well, sounds like he actually <laughs> won in that deal that probably caused like when I'm thinking about one babysitter, two babysitter. Oh, God, the stress and the anxiety of thinking about going through that. And then you have to, by the way, go on stage and perform. I usually try to channel whatever that was into whatever I'm saying. But I mean, it's 
nonetheless, it's it's hard, and I I really feel for you in that situation. And any parent, now you can relate. There, there you go. There you go. And actually, I will say the first few jokes of my act kind of fell flat, and then I finally said, uh, "I'm a mom, and my my kids downstairs." In case you're wondering how this day is going, and yes. I I did feel things open up a bit. Really, that's a risk, and that's hilarious. I, it's so hard. It's really hard to be in 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 two places, especially when you're a comedian, you're freelancing, and you're living in the city, and you don't have people. That you can always be jealous of people who have people. There's some family member where it's almost required. You don't have to ask. Like you're getting the kid for the next two hours, and hopefully they're delighted by the idea. Now you are far out of this because you can leave your kids alone at home, right? They operate almost entirely uh, autonomously now, yeah. Yeah, so you have two daughters. Can you just state their uh, ages and names if you feel comfortable? Uh, yeah, Ava is 17, and wow. she's a senior in high school, and Julia is right behind her at 15, and she's actually a freshman, but they're two years apart, and they're the greatest. They've always been the greatest. They continue to be the greatest. I've always said when they walked in the room or when they were too little to walk, I, I, the, when I laid eyes on them, it was like Christmas morning because that was always a great feeling for me. I know not for you. And we've talked about that, but for me it was. And I cherished that like that surprise. Honestly, they're 15 and 17. We're really close, but that feeling has never gone away. Like I'm annoyingly kind of on top of them, just kind of being a wannabe friend, if anything. That's the issue. If anything, that's, that's our issue. Like, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Can you right, leave? right. There was all that time where all they did as a little kid, they want you around. Like my son, I was afraid to leave him in a green room. But I'm sure your daughters are like, great, Dad. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the things that we definitely did was that we pushed them out into everything at very early ages where people would judge us like, what are you, crazy? Your kid's going to get snatched. And we did that so that they wouldn't be afraid of the world. And we didn't think they needed to be afraid of the world because I, you know, can look at what's out there in the world and kind of judge the threat matrix. And most parents are terrified and they become helicopter parents. They never let their kid out of their sights. And that creates problems for the kid. And that is so obvious to me. I'll have that debate anytime we push them out. I would send my daughter into like, say, the pizza shop. She's like seven years old. So you're not coming with me. I'm like, no, you walk, you go in there. Here's the money. And you get, tell them what you want. Yeah. And she's like looking at me with a big blue eyes like you're going to I don't want to do them. Go. She went in. It was awkward. She didn't know what to do when the guy offered a change. He didn't know what to do. The whole thing was awkward <laughs> and it was a complete success. And now they're both like birds in cages. They're ready to go. Ophira. Both of them are so ready. Are you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> Would you let them like live at home till they were in their 20s? Yes. Okay, got it. Exactly. Exactly. It never ends. I answers. love hanging out with them. I love being with them. I love laughing with them. I love talking with them. I love watching them. You know, my daughter is a painter, so I'll just stand and, and there and watch her uh, painting, and I love it. Are they great paintings? How are they? Amazing. She's an amazing painter. That's her thing that she's, like, exceptional at. Yes. All right. This paints a picture of your family, I will say. This paints a picture. So, also, I've been complaining about my birthday because my birthday coincides with the holidays and New Year's. And I wanted to talk to you because you share this pain, just a different holiday, because your birthday coincides with Halloween. That's right. So as a kid, how was that? I got presents and I got candy on the same night. It's, it's a, a really great combination. And a couple times, I guess, kids would show up in costume 
and it wasn't the costume party. It was my birthday party. <laughs> Attention should be focused on me. And right. so then, you know, Dracula's over here like, oh, let's play with Dracula. I'm like, no, who invited? No one told you to dress up. What are you doing? And then, you know, I always found a way to turn it around and make it about me. I'm like, all right, Dracula, you chase all of us and turn us into vampires. But it was mostly really uh, amazing until we got in, you know, to trouble as teenagers and be hard to almost get arrested on the same night as your birthday. But other than that, it was it was great. I still love it. Almost get arrested. We vandalized uh, people's homes and, and cars uh, on Halloween night with shaving cream and eggs and toilet paper. You shoot each other with shaving cream bottles. Uh, that we manipulated in a very dangerous way to make the nozzle so it would shoot like 10, 15 feet. We'd be all covered in shaving cream. And all, it was mischief night where I grew up in upstate New York and we got in a lot of trouble. And yeah, the cops were, were everywhere, just <laughs> mostly breaking us up. But yeah, that was not the best behavior. I'm not proud of that. If anybody came to my house at this point in my life and tried to do, I'd be outside, I'd be ready. And I've done that. I've turned away teenagers because <laughs> my daughter tried to have a party. Wait a second, your daughter tried to have a party and you were like, no deal you've been begging to have a party forever and they got kicked out of the you know the party not too far away she says could like 10 people come over we'll just hang out in the backyard because all these kids are wandering around and i was like well here's an opportunity to make the compromise because i would never let her plan a party but to like bail some kids out so that they weren't walking around streets drunk in the middle of the night i was like hang out in my lawn until your parents come and safely get you that I agreed to and actually that I was doing the right thing. But of course, you know that what happens is you get 10 kids in someone's backyard. They all start phoning the entire town. <laughs> so other people start showing up and I go, oh, no. Oh, hell no. I'm not going to be that house because I pick my daughters up at those places where there's just swarms of kids walking around the street drinking for loco or whatever poison they they are pouring down their bodies uh, at this point. And so I see these kids walking in and I run out by the back gate. And just I timed it perfectly like an action star. Just as they're walking in, I walk out the gate. I go, nope, turn around. And then they just see this guy with a gray beard. They're like, watch out. It's Lancelot. Let's get out of here. Amazing moment for me. I felt so tough. (laughs) That was your birthday this year, basically. Right? Yes, basically. Might as well. (laughs) They had a party for you. All the kids in the whole neighborhood. They left they're empty bottles in my yard. And it just was so outrageous to me that one would do such a thing. And then I realized we probably did that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Being told I can't even get my kid to pick up his clothes off the ground. Although I didn't drink in high school. That doesn't necessarily work as a parent to be like, I didn't do it. So, so you shouldn't because they're like, yeah, but you do now. And I was like, yeah, but I didn't then. Right. They don't care. No yeah. credibility whatsoever. No, 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 Even if you said, I did do it, and that's why I don't want you to do it, that would also not work, right? No, nothing. It's very hard to <laughs> tell your kids not to, and let's just specifically talk about alcohol. Don't drink alcohol. It's a, every parent, almost every parent has to deal with it. And my parents had to deal with it. My older brother became like an alcoholic by the time he was 17. And I say this about any, any younger sibling. You got an older sibling, you generally have it. I'm going to say easier because you get to watch that kid, your older sibling, fail over and over. It's like, I'm not doing that. Oh, yeah. No, I'm the youngest of six. And I was I also got in trouble, but they got in so much trouble. I came off amazing. I think that's the trick at life is to somehow become a younger sibling. I I guess you can't 
plan that. No. But if you do, I just think you have an advantage that needs to be studied by some kind of uh, sociologist. So because your younger is 15 and she's watching her older sister drink and have all these kids over at the house and all the ridiculousness, is she much more uh, reserved? Like, is she rebelling against her older sister's actions or does she want to be just like her? No, they're tight. And she is doing, I think, what I'm talking about. I think she looks at what her older sister is doing is done. She's got, you know, my I'm not going to out her too much, but she's gotten into trouble. Okay. You know, I've told you. Yeah. I may have asked you for advice at some point. What do I do here? She's doing overall really great. She got out of those scrapes that she got into. I'm not worried about her, but like the trouble she's got into, the younger one is generally looking at him like, what? I'm not doing that. And things are, I think, a little bit easier because that path is blazed by the older sibling to some extent. The the front kid has a machete and he's going through the fires and the back kid's like, all right, you went the wrong way. I'm not going over there. It looks like nothing but trouble. Do either of their birthdays coincide with a holiday? No, no, no. they're uh, at the mid-January. So Ava's going to be 18 and then Julia's at the end of end of September, which two days after Val, my wife's birthday. So. She has her birthday, and then the present is a baby. <laughs> so you're, you're or, welcome. <laughs> what did you give me this year, baby? If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. I know that you like a trivia game or two. Is so, this happening? Yeah, baby, this is happening. So this is just true or false. I'm going to throw out a statement about New Year's or birthdays, and you just have to say true or false, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Okay, great. So interesting, actually, that you said that one of your daughter's birthdays is at the end of September and that your your wife's birthday is in September. Is it true or false that the most common birthday in the world is September 9th? That's true because it's after uh, Valentine's Day when everybody does it. Close. Actually, October, early November would be after Valentine's Day, but it is Don't tell true. Me when nine months is. Don't you tell me about gestational periods. <laughs> I know. Well, it's 40 weeks, right? So if you walk back 40 weeks from September 9th, it's the holiday season. So uh, it breeds uh, breeding. Everyone gets or so accidental excited. breeding in our case. <laughs> 
Are we recording? <laughs> yes, both my daughters were unplanned. But go ahead. What is the, uh, let's stay on topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, wanna... we'll get back to that. Yeah. How about this? 42% of people keep their New Year's resolutions. False. False? What do you think it is? 4%. <laughs> okay, false is correct. And uh, you're close. It's 8%. That's what the is current it... number is. <laughs> 8%. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who's measuring such things? Anyway, I mean, how do you measure your own resolutions and answer that polling question, by the way? I know, did I, you I, lose? <laughs> did you stop procrastinating? I'll get back to you. You were always supposed to do goals that are uh, attainable. And I like the ones that are just so open-ended, you would have to say yes. Like the ones that are like, did you, you know, wake up in the morning and think, I'm going to do this? You're like, yeah, probably. I don't know. By this mean move over to my other shoulder (laughs) and keep sleeping. On the topic of birthdays, the average age of Americans is 58. True or false? Uh, True. It's false. I know. (laughs) Could you want to take a guess at what you think it is? What is the average age? The average age of Americans is 41. So close. It's 38. We're around the average. Yeah. Our generation, within 10 years of you and I, are the average age of an American. What does that say? That means that our culture should be dominating. It should be dominating, and it's not. Why? No, our, it's worried about uh, the future. That's right. Our our generation has, like, major self-esteem problems. Our generation yeah. is, like, mindfulness and meditation and, uh, and... Yeah, our generation is mindfulness meditation, and that is, the by the way, the key to my... Uh, new transition, speaking of uh, resolutions, but our generation is also like, I don't know, let's keep speaking for our generation, mad at our parents because retirement is a joke is another podcast we should (laughs) co-host. That's our next one. That's actually, that is the sequel to Parenting is a Joke. Meaning, yeah, exactly. Meaning, how is anybody going to, quote, retire by the definition of our parents' generation of retirement? I don't I just don't see that for a lot of reasons, not to depress anybody. But I look forward to that podcast that we'll we'll be talking. There's a great comedian in Canada that everyone should check out because you probably don't know him or maybe you do. His name's Ron James, one of the best. And he would say, "Uh, I'm planning for my retirement and I'm planning for it by eating a tiny bit of cat food every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's smart. I like I'm doing the same thing. I'm moving. I live in a shed and then I'm going to live in a van and then I'm just going to keep getting smaller places to live as I get older. That's right. We've got one question left and then I want to talk to you more about a few things. Yeah. There's a Danish tradition that on your 25th birthday, if you are still unmarried at 25, you get covered in salted licorice. True or false? Oh, God, what an unbelievably terrible thing to do. If you want to start looking into it, there's many traditions from many different countries and cultures based on not being married at a certain age that are all so sad. The American one is you get a hinge account, but... (laughs) It just pops into your smartphone on your birthday. Single still, boom. Uh, Wow. I'm going to say that's false. It is false, but it's almost true. I do not know how often this is upheld, but there's a Danish tradition that on your 25th birthday, you get your face covered in cinnamon. Why? Because it's based on the old classic job of being a spice 
salesman, which means that you would remain single longer because you constantly needed to travel. Should every stand-up comic get a face full of uh, some sort of spice on their 25th birthday? Yes. It's such a bizarre thing. I literally knew early in my career as a comedian, I was like, who wants to have a successful relationship with someone who's gone every weekend? That's a hard thing to do if you work a traditional life and oh. you get your weekends off and every weekend when your other friends and couples that they're all doing stuff you're invited and your husband or wife is out doing stand-up in ohio it's tough it's a very tough thing which is why i wanted you know i shifted my career so i wouldn't have to work every single weekend well that's what i want to talk to you about so the cadence of your podcast is daily with the cadence of your recording how has that impacted your involvement with your family it's allowed me the greatest flexibility one can imagine. I work in a shed. I work when I want. I schedule my interviews around any possible opportunity to be with the girls, even if I could just pick you up to bring you home, uh, whatever it is for them. So I try to serve them, but they really don't need much from me. It's a tremendous amount of freedom. It's so good that I terrified that it'll end every day. So please come listen to the podcast and support it. But I mean, it's right now and for the past three years, I haven't made as much money as I did in corporate media, but my lifestyle, I feel so much richer mm -hmm. because I, I'm not in a car commuting. I'm not stuck in an office building on the 37th floor. I don't have to worry and please a whole bunch of other people. So there's less stress by those uh, measures, but I'm in amazing physical shape because of it all. I mean, I should take my shirt off for viewers. I'm 47, and I've really got it together. I just had a, a physical, and the doctor was like, yeah, I just would say keep doing what you're doing. And I said, even in the face. And he said, yeah, even in the face. <laughs> even in the face. My doctor just puts a gentle hand on my shoulder, and he goes, it's going to be okay. <laughs> That's what I get. <laughs> you should get my doctor. Dude will tell you whatever you want to hear. That's his whole thing. I love that. You know, just because you're in great shape, obviously, we, we're just talking about bettering ourselves as yeah. individuals. I know you're a big goal maker because we've talked about goals before. Yeah. But do you do yeah. New Year's resolutions? I do a New Year's resolution on my birthday. On my birthday, I generally either on or whatever, I go for a big hike and I sit on a rock and write in a journal most years. And it's, yeah, that's my new year I, when I renew it. And I do absolutely think about it. I'm not going to lie. I do think about what I can change starting January 1, especially around just like my affairs. Your affairs? My affairs. How many do you have going right now? Many women okay. outside of my marriage. No, I mean like my my yes. paperwork, my 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 uh, retirement portfolio. Your estate. So, can you give me one goal that was either from your birthday list or from your New Year's list? My goal is to meditate, mm -hmm. read, and write for twenty minutes apiece every morning. Yeah, how's it going? I do it about two, three times a week. That's amazing. As a family, do you do resolutions? Do you uh, say to your daughters, you should write out resolutions or goals? Do you try to push them in that direction? Do you share them? Well, uh, we yeah, we do. We don't, as a family, make one, although that's an interesting idea. I'm trying to think about what we could possibly share a, a commitment to, but like something like dinner twice right. a week or something, which we generally do. But maybe up that. Uh, but the girls do have I asked them because I knew we would talk about it. And I asked them, what are your resolutions? And Ava, 17, goes, um, 
really? I'm like, yeah, just what? what is something that you want to work on? Next year, she goes, I guess, like, just stop procrastinating and, like, getting, like, things done. And then I asked Julia, what are your resolutions for next year? And she's like, I'm pretty much perfect to nothing. She's like, what's a resolution? No, she is into work. She's into, like, working at everything that she's doing. She's got a part-time job. She's got school. And she's basically like, we talked about it. I was like, you're doing great. If you just keep doing what you're doing, think you're going to be all right. Don't work too much. Don't think, you know, she's studying too hard for algebra. I'm like, who are you trying to be? No one needs you to be that good at algebra. It's okay. You're never going to use it. You're like scale back, scale back. That's hilarious. I'm happy to be your friend because I always love talking to you. But also, listen, I know everyone's life is complicated. But I, I'm like, I would wish Pete was my dad. I would wish Pete was my dad. <laughs> That's a wonderful sentiment. That's a wonderful sentiment. Honestly, to hear that from a grown woman, I think there's some, I think you're being serious to some extent there. And I think that I'm working on a book for men raising daughters where the whole premise of the book to teach men raising daughters is I interview women, you're on the list. And I ask them about their relationship with their dads. And they say, here are the good things. Here are the bad things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're just honest. And then men will read it and be like, oh, these are all really successful women that uh, I, I want to learn what they learned from their dads. That's that's my uh, idea. I hope nobody steals it before I get I it done. I love that. Do you have a title for it yet? What are you playing with? D- uh, uh, girl dad. Girl dad. I like it. No, you don't. No, you don't. I, I know you well enough to be like, wow, could you not hide that? No, that I was- just I had to take it for a second because you know what? My brain went to girl boss which is thrown around all the time, obviously. And I don't love that. So um, girl dad. Mm-hmm. Well, girl dad is, is there anything wrong with it? I love it. It just means men who have daughters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We could talk about gender all day, but I certainly like to talk with other men about their sons for sure. But I kind of like prefer daughters because there's more, they're more in my, in my daughter's lane. Yeah. Uh, to some extent. You have great experience and sounds like a happy relationship with teenage daughters. Everyone always is like, oh, teenage daughters, teenage daughters, right? It's like used as a scare tactic. When the girls were little, oh, wait till they're teens. I would, it would irritate me, but I'd hear it so often. My younger daughter is always ordering me around in a kind of rude way. And I would get mad at her and like try to set her straight. I stopped getting mad and getting angry and screaming. Now I mess with her and I make her laugh. And she knows that what I'm doing is, dude, I'm not going to do that for you. I'm not going to be told what to do. And who wants to be treated that way? And we have a laugh. And it took me a while to figure that out. But that's the point. Like when you're having problems with your kid, I just, my default was, and I'm just probably wrong, but it's like, I, this is for me to figure out more than them. I have more resources, knowledge, maturity, intellect to figure out how to make this situation better. And uh, it's worked for me. It's worked for me to never give up and to really focus on and make parenting my top priority. Yeah, uh, you're the best. Pete Dominic, check out his podcast, subscribe, listen, stand up with Pete. There is a new episode Every day of the week, and you do a hangout with everybody um, on Thursday nights. I always want to fight loneliness for myself yeah. and for others. Please come listen and join us. And thank you, Ophira. You are 
one of my all-time favorite people, one of the smartest, funniest, most thoughtful people I know. And this podcast uh, reflects that. So congrats. I'm loving it. You're now officially promoted to reoccurring guest. Follow Pete on the socials at Stand Up With Pete. Tune into his podcast with fascinating conversations with celebrities, smart people in media, politics, comedy, and sometimes me. Thanks, Pete. Thank you, Ophira. That's our show. Welcome 2023. And thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook at Parenting is a Joke and on Twitter at Parenting Joke. Find me on the socials. I'm at Ophira E. And you can see all of my live shows that are happening if you go to my website, OphiraEisenberg.com. Plus, why not just watch my comedy special for free from your home? It's on YouTube, and it's called Plant-Based Jokes. Our episode is produced by me and Julie Smith-Clem. Our editor is Nina Porzuki. Our mixer is Nick Zampiello at New Alliance East. Our theme song and music is by Adira Amram and The Experience. Special thanks to all the engineers at CityVox. And in the spirit of New Year's, we'll leave you with this. Happy New Year. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Um, are there any resolutions you think I should work on? Yeah, bling, I'll see candy more! If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.